Reading <clears throat> from the Brihad Bhagavatamrita, Chapter One, Text Fifty Nine. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Si Parikshit Ubacha Tato Nipabaram Drastum Tadeshe Naradavrajam Deva Pujat Savasaktas Tata Tatraikshita Praja Sri Parikshit said Narada then went to the country of that best of kings to see him. Wherever Narada went, he found the people absorbed in festive worship of the Lord. Omigana Timarandasya, Gananjana Shalakaya, Taksur Unmalatam Yena, Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha. Sri Chaitanya Minovishtam, Stapitam Yena Bhutale, Sayam Rupa Kadamayam, Dadati Svapadantikam. Pancha kalpa tarubhyascha kripa sindhu bhayevacha patitanam pavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo namah. Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda. Si Advaita Gadadhar Sivas Adi Gaur Bhakta Vrinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama Rama Hare Hare. So greetings from Donna Kaylee's home, some lake in Massachusetts. It's really nice. It's a <clears throat> it's about 30 minutes from the Super Soul Farm. It's a very convenient place. Very beautiful place, too. So we've been studying this Priyat Bhagavatamrita. And uh, these are the, I look at the list, I can see the participants. These are the real faithfuls. Well, some people, of course, can't make it every day, or make it on Wednesday, Sunday, everyone's available, but I appreciate it. <clears throat> and somehow I'm able to tell the story and tell it again in a way that it, it it's it's kind of new. But, what we have here is Sanatan Goswami's encapsulating the teachings of Lord Chaitanya on the Parama, the Shah Antim, on this, the highest stage. And we, we know this is what Lord Chaitanya gave, never given before, Anarpita Chodimchara. And what did he give? Samarpiyatam unitojvala rasam. So bhakti them. Krishna took the form of Lord Chaitanya, or manifested Lord Chaitanya, <clears throat> so he can adopt the form so that he can taste the ecstatic love 
of his topmost devotee. So God took that position to taste love of himself. Swabhakti Swayam. And then he he gives the mission of Chait of Sanatan Goswami. Excuse me. He gives the mission of Sanatan Goswami to explain that. And through his deep realization, he feels that it's best explained through the vehicle of a kila or summary of the sweetness of the Mahabharat, not the uh, of a more revelatory and 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 direct presentation of the Mahabharat, which Jaimini Rishi told to Janamejaya, called the Briyad Bhagavatamrita. And it's a story that Maharaj Prickett told to his mother when she gave him the challenge of summarizing the Bhagavatam in just a few hours <clears throat> or in the last part of his life after he just heard it. And it's Narada looking for the topmost devotee. So what we actually see is Narada's vision of what a pure devotee is and the vision of those pure devotees of what other pure devotees are. <clears throat> so the last person that we've studied on, on Narada's journey was this great king. And he's inspired to see this king by this Brahmin who Narada glorified, and he just said, May Bhakta Nehi whom? I'm not a Bhakta, go to see him. <clears throat> and then he describes. So through his lens, and then what is confirmed by, by Narada when he went, and what did he find when he went? He found Pujotsava in festive worship, Ashakta. They were completely absorbed in festive worships. Where Tatra Tatra in the various places, wherever he went. So this is that the lens. When the when the heart is is pure, our yoga is humility. Because all this is born of pride. When you're humble, you're willing to embrace yourself and, 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 and the clarity of that mind. You can see things beautifully and clearly. So through that mind, the Brahmin says, go see this king. There, there's, and therefore we see what Rama Raja is, when, when the kingdom is, is pious, Sahayagya Praja Shishva Parobacha Pajapati Anena Pasavishya Dvam Eshavo Swishta Kamaduk. That when there's piety, there's prosperity. <clears throat> of course, individual karma, Krishna may deal in different ways, but the general principle is is when there's piety, there's prosperity. 
And the highest form of piety is humility, and that's called bhakti. When you are completely happy to be in relationship with God, and therefore you affirm your insignificance and your worthfulness at the same time, because that's so wonderful. The son, this is my father. He may just have, son may, before his father may feel very humble. So this is the result. <clears throat> God is worshiped, not a particular person. And in this form of this king, he himself personally worships. He himself personally cleans the temple. He himself divested himself. He himself divested himself from any proprietorship, both legally and, and emotionally. He identified, I am a servant of, the, of God. And as a servant of God, I will rule the citizens by serving them. And especially, Namo Brahmanya Devaya, Go Brahman Hitaya Cha, Jagat Hitaya Krishnaya, Govindaya Namo. Especially by Namo Brahmanya Devaya, he worshiped the Brahmins and, of course, the cows. And it became attractive. And as a result, good people will flock there. Ordinary pilgrims were good people. <clears throat> who made a vow. In this part of my life, I'll leave that behind. But when I come to the kingdom, because in the middle of the kingdom, especially, there was a beautiful deity. And the symptom of bhakti is that it's it's um, a poor vita. A poor vita. Purva means pastness. A poor, not pastness. In other words, never before. And they see the deity and, and, and the love and the opulence and everything going to Krishna. But it's like when you decorate yourself, you decorate a mirror, you decorate Krishna, then it decorates your heart, the country becomes prosperous. <clears throat> and then saintly people started to, re to reside there. And you could taste in the pasadam the devotion of the devotees, because Krishna accepts that. And it's and, and it's they're they're focused on giving the best. And the king, he also is immersed in himself in kirtan, chanting, and he's he and he's worshiping. And and it's so impressive because he has every reason to be proud from a material standpoint. He is the king, the Maharaja. 
but he doesn't have that abhiman. He doesn't have that, as Bhakti Siddhanta said, one who thinks he's guru is gurau. Gurau is an animal. No. The abhiman is I am, I am a servant of Krishna. I'm a servant of Krishna. And when that internal antakarna is completely changed, you can do anything in that mood. You can sweep the floor in that mood. You can be the king in that mood. And Prabhupada, Narayan March told me this, that when Prabhupada used to come and stay in his temple, Narayan March used to go in and sit and talk with him. And when Narayan sat in his bed, Prabhupada's quilt had holes in it. Prabhupada was so poor. So Narayan would take off the top piece, which is called Uttariya, and put it on the bed and, and sit on it. And he remembered Prabhupada was talking about the Pandavas, how they owned the whole world, but still they were a Kinshina Gotra in the line of those who possess nothing. They see everything for Krishna. And what they possess, they possess on behalf of Krishna. If Prabhupada says, carry your briefcase, his briefcase. If Prabhupada said, carry, that, carry his briefcase, that briefcase, you would never think it's your briefcase. And the main thing, too, of, of a leader is the quality of, of uh, or anybody who is in charge, it's the quality of, of the people who have allegiance to one. So he saw all, all the citizens were Just like in Gurukula, we came into Prabhupada's room and he said, so you think you, you call yourselves teachers. Now, what is the purpose of education? And people gave many, many answers and many verses, but Prabhupada wasn't satisfied. And then he, he quoted from Rishabhadev, Guru Nisasyat, Swajani Nisasyat, Pita Nisasyat, don't be in charge of anybody if you can't give them liberation. Good progeny, good source. Next verse. Arshena vadiyam vinam rajadhanam hanim gitodikam Viprok tad apisam pasyan shanga yovachatam nipam. Nard arrived at that capital, vibrating his vena with delight. Seeing even greater splendor than the Brahmin had described, he approached the king and spoke. So whatever the, king, the Brahmin spoke, he did not have words to describe it. 
And of course, not Narada came. What's Narada doing? He's in joy. He's he's singing. Kirtan is the main symptom of devotion, actually. Because it's the most nourishing and promising way to express what's in the heart. And one who's advanced, Kirtaniya Sadahari, Kirtaniya Sadahari, Kirtaniya Sadahari. One who's advanced is always, always chanting the holy name. That's the symptom of spiritual advancement. Jiva Goswami said, there's an exact correlation between your desire to hear about Krishna and your level of spiritual advancement. Sinarada Uvachas is what he tells the king. Twam Shri Krishna Kripa Patram Yasyedrig Raja Vaibhavam Saloka Guna Dharmata Jnana Bhaktir Vir Anvitam. Sinarada said, You are the real recipient of Krishna's mercy. After all, your kingdom is so opulent. It has the best citizens endowed with the most excellent character, religiousness, prosperity, knowledge, and devotion to God. So you've attracted these people. And then it kind of continues on. I, I once wrote an article about how New York became such a powerful city. Because it has water, and in those days, trade was done by water. And, you know, you go up the Hudson River, you can go all the way to the Great Lakes, you can go to the Midwest. So it was, it was an ideal place for prosperity. And it's an island, but it, it's just, a, it's a short distance, like 100 yards off the shore. So. So what happened? It attracted people who had a sense of entrepreneurship and trade. So what happens? Those type of people in a particular mode, they bring forth progeny, which has the same qualities, because that's natural by the law of, the law of karma. If there is a, 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 a noble king in the court, then that soul who karmically deserves to be a king, Krishna will put him, and he's pious, will put him in that environment. So you can naturally see a certain progeny developed, and the place became economically prosperous, which attracted other people. So New York is just a... a, a uh, perpetual motion of passion. But this was different. The citizens, it was a perpetual motion of goodness. And, and Narada could see that. 
purpose, sure sign of a rule, rule is virtue, is the good qualities of his subject. The people of this kingdom were not merely decorated with a veneer of culture, they're actually civilized according to Vedic standards. So it's not just that they were polite and like good music and but actually they had real steep standards of, of culture, not the cultured aristocracy in the modern age, which are the, are the elite and who knows what they do to satisfy themselves and what licentious activities there are. But no, truly elite, Aryan, high class, the good citizens did their prescribed duties responsibly. So everyone had a, a work and a contribution to society. And the welfare system, if someone was disabled or couldn't work or, no one would go hungry. People would give charity. They contributed to the general welfare by working each as he was able to introduce Krishna conscious practices everywhere. Abandoning pride and other godless tendencies, they gave charity by feeding sannyasis and hungry people, used extra wealth for offerings and worship of the Lord, and studied the Vedic scriptures from which they learned the values of liberation and devotional service. The people aspired to become pure devotees of the Lord, Thus, they realized all the goals of human life, religiosity, economic development, sense gratification, liberation, and pure Krishna consciousness. The Narada says, I'm impressed. Just like if we go to some place and we automatically will see if people are well behaved. And we'll be impressed and we'll credit that to who their leader is. And if the opposite is, opposite is true, then there will be. Sri Parikshit Uvacha, Tatad Vistaya Katayan, Aslishyan Bhupatim Mahu, Vishashamsa Gunangayam, Vinaya Vaishnavotama. Sri Prikit said, Narada, the best of Vaishnavas, singing along with his vena, thus expansively described the king praising his greatness, and Narada embraced him again and again. So this is not unusual. We know that in the Kaliya Leela, in the Kaliya Leela, that when they were playing the um, playing the drums play, when, when Kali, Krishna was dancing on Kaliya Adi Guru Kalatra the Adi Guru of all, all arts is he's dancing fabulously and the demigods come and they're playing drums and different music and uh, there's a planet that came of, of where people could chant the Vedas and they can spontaneously chant according to the 
um, appropriateness of the of the occasion. We know that when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu debated with Keshva Kashmiri, Keshva Kashmiri was eight when Lord Chaitanya said, "Okay, say something about the Ganga." He was able to compose a hundred verses immediately, almost perfect, slight minor grammatical discrepancy, but he was able to do that. We know the cowherd boys, when they when they were impressed by a pastime of Krishna, can spontaneously create songs. So Narada also had this quality, and he starts singing about the kingdom of the glory of this kingdom. And then out of his affection, out of affection for Krishna and therefore affection for his servants, Narada embraces him again and again and again. So we should follow Narada's what Nard is looking for, he's searching for Sadhu Sangha. And Sadhu Sangha means, of course, the Sadhu Sangha, association with devotees, means to hear from them more than anything else. And even in terms of serving a devotee, hearing from him is, is, is even better than any physical service, because it also engages him in devotion. So you can give devotional service to a senior person by hearing from them. Sarva bomo munivaram sampuja prashrito bhavet nijaslaga parachata laja namita mastaka. The king, the ruler of vast region, then worshiped the topmost sage and humbly replied, his head bowed down by the embarrassment by the weight of hearing his own praise. So humility is sometimes compared to a tree with lush fruits that, the, that, that if one really has qualities, it makes him humble because he just feels this is God's mercy. So a person who's actually a, a Vaishnava, when he has attributes, they, 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 it's, it's like fruits on a tree, it makes him bend. Like the stately trees in Vrindavan, when Krishna and Balaram enter the forest of Vrindavan, they have beautiful red flowers and the trees start to bend. They're stately, they're aristocratic. Aristocratic means stately. They bend and they touch Krishna's feet to indicate the superiority of Krishna. So this king is aristocratic, ruler of the vast, but he worshiped the sage. And in that consciousness, he's embarrassed by praise. Just like we sometimes see the fault as the whole, it's bad to see the fault as, as the whole person, and it's quite good to see their good qualities as the whole person. So, so the king is thinking, okay, you're seeing my good qualities, but you're not seeing everything about me. And advanced devotee like that condemns 
in himself the smallest discrepancy, like Raghunath Das Goswami eating buttermilk. It's not, it's not even a seal test, thick buttermilk. It's chach, just the, the, the water from the milk when it's churned, feeling I'm a debauchi. Devar Shea, Payasham, Solpai, Shvaryam, Alpa, Padham, Naram, Asvatantram, Payakrantam, Tapa, Trayo, Nayantritam. Krishna Nugraha, Bhakshyashyapi, Ayogyam, Avicharita, Tadiya, Karuna patram katam mam manyate bhavan. The king said, O sage, among the demigods, I'm a human being with a short lifespan, little opulence, and little to give others. I have no independence. I'm constantly attacked by fear and ruled by the threefold miseries of material life. I would not even desert Krishna's word that in the future he might show me his mercy. Why do you wrongly consider me an object of his compassion? And we've gone on like that. One who's advanced, he sees Krishna, sees himself in a comparison to Krishna. And doesn't like or doesn't identify with the conception that one is great. Because he sees that any qualities he has and the inspiration he has to use them is given by Krishna. And because he's pure, any discrepancy in his behavior becomes prominent. And even if there's no discrepancy, just the fact that one's in the material world is enough to make one humble. Purport, the king thought Narada could have mistaken him to be a favored devotee of Krishna only by failing to use his natural discretion. discretion. Before becoming a pure devotee, one has to free oneself from illusion. But the king's opinion of himself was that he was still Maya's slave, subject to the tyranny of ritual duties. What to speak of having realized his relationship with Lord Krishna, he felt he did not even deserve that the Lord promised, I will show you my favor someday. Or understanding Krishna Nugraha, Bhakshyasya, in another sense, he did not deserve to have anyone say, this person is favored by Krishna. The king directs Narada to the demigods. So that's real humility. When at least from the external appearance, one one has a cause to be proud, but also there's a psychological element. When you you're not pure, um you want when you're not pure and still have any desire to control then uh, you like the things that advance your status 
So it's all a question of what is your faith? If you have a faith, I want to be a pure devotee of Krishna. I want to serve Krishna. Anu Kuyena Krishna Anu. If you have that faith, then you'll make a certain value judgment in life. And if you have another faith that the world is to enjoy and control, then you'll have another type of faith. And, you, and you'll see things according to that. And you'll have a certain spirit of inspiration towards that, to that vision of what you are. But reality is... We're just tiny sparks of consciousness who has very little free will. We're dependent on God and his energies to move us. And a lot of the world experiences is taking away, taking away our, our material protective agents that intoxicate us and increase the desire to control. And taking them away so that we have no choice but to accept the will of Krishna. Deva eva daya patram Vishnur Bhagavata Kila Pujamana Narai Nityam Tejo Maya Sharinana. The demigods are the real objects of the Supreme Lord Vishnu's mercy. They have effulgent bodies and are always worshipped by men. So they are demigods. And he's going to point them to them, their position is. And we, we know from the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu that the demigods are in dasyaras generally. They're in the mood of servitorship. And they are honored to serve in the government of God. It's my honor, sir. Just like if you're in England and you're a royalist, you'd be honored. If you're in America, if you're a patriot, you'd be honored to serve in the government. And there would be a feeling of, especially if you if you were dedicated to the leader. So the demigods are dedicated to the, the leader of the universe, the leader of creation. And they do his work. So certainly that's an exalted position. Nishpapa sattvika dukkha. Rahita Sukina Siddha Swacha Swachan Acha Gatio Bhaktecha Varadhayaka. They are sinless, fixed in goodness, free from distress, and always happy. They act and travel as they like. They give their blessings by granting what their devotees desire. So this seems pretty exalted. They don't need visas. They don't need passports. And basically, that position is, is gotten by piety. We know in the Bhagavatam that the position of Lord Brahma is attained when one completes 100 births in Vanashram 
doing one's duty perfectly. So what is that consciousness? What is that level of purification? And what, what's, the, what's the consciousness of Lord Brahma? And, and how he's thinking of Krishna, how he's thinking of serving Krishna. One more. Yasham hi bhogyam amritam mityu roga jaradirit swecha yo panatam shutra badha bhave pitushtadam. Their food is the nectar of immortality, which does away with such miseries as death, disease, and old age. So we talk about the nectar of the gods, amrita. Mrita means death. Amrita means not death. It's the drink, the elixir of immortality or, or of auspiciousness, of goodness. Though not forced by hunger or thirst, the demigods enjoy great satisfaction in partaking of this nectar by their own sweet will. So they don't have the, the material inebriates. So it's not just a, a psychologically connected to you know our, our our being good things and but it's their natural state it's their natural state okay what what happens at least now is i keep my schedule and i don't eat past lunch so i'm hungry in the morning so i ate breakfast before the class, which makes me a little fatigued, but I do like Chuvanajaya. Hi, Kishanaraj. Thank you for class. I, I'm reflecting on um, what you said about what it takes to be make Lord Brahma the 100 years, 100 lifetimes of living the Varnashram system and doing your duty. And I'm like, wow, no wonder Lord Brahma is such an exalted position because it's that seems nearly impossible. I'd never heard that before. And so uh, that was such a good gem. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you. I will see you briefly at Rathya. Are you performing at Rathiatra? Uh, I'm not sure. It's it's always a last minute thing. And um, Premananda Kirtan is in Poland, Dindra Jumra Swami right now. And he's usually the organizer. So I might be doing some MC work. He he said I might, and then he left. I haven't heard from him again. So I'm oh, I'm right. sort of on hold. Uh, Prem Kirtan would organize it, right? Yes, yeah. He usually organizes it. He was called to Poland. He left, I guess, uh, a week ago or so, and he said maybe. And um, so I, so I'm not sure. I said I'm, I'm okay. there. You, you, you can you can. There's so many kirtans and so many things to do and so many people. So we'll yeah. Study. Okay. Thank you. Anybody else like to say hello today? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Yeah. Do yeah. you do you remember the very last line you said in class? You you mentioned something about um, material inequities in connection with the demigods. Or something you said it's not that they had material liberties or something. You know, I think they had facilities, right? But they didn't have material liberties, something like that. Do you remember? Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes I, I honestly speaking, sometimes I've given this class while I was sleeping, 
<laughs> so I have no idea what I say sometimes. Uh, yeah. uh, I don't I'll, really. I'll yeah. listen to the recording. L listen um, to the recording and send me the section. I'll tell you. Because when I speak, I'm conscious of this is the one that Gail's going to nail me on. <laughs> I know when I cheat, Gail, and I know if you're going to catch me. But the little slight, you know, my, my forte is my logic. But I know when there's a little slight hair of maybe. But in, in, in my defense, I never do that on purpose. Never, ever. I don't do that. I don't skip logic on purpose either. So we're a great match. <laughs> okay, great. Oh, okay. one thing. One thing I just wanted to to. I just needed to confirm this. That yes, I understand that um, what we're hearing is like the essence of the essence of the Mahabharat. But yeah. I still need to confirm that the this these this journey of Narada Muni and Gopak um, Gopakumar. They are historical historical facts, or you know, are they it's just, just like Jiva and, Dharma. They can uh, be historical facts, uh, and and then what is reality? Sometimes they say that history, the the names are true and the story is not, and fiction, the story is true but the names are not. Mm -hmm, so it's, mm -hmm. it's really a discussion. And, and Shivaram Swami wrote this no, new book. Mm -hmm. called Vilap Kushmanjali. And mm -hmm. he takes a lot of leeway in creating dialogue. Mm -hmm. And he wrote a whole introduction to adjust to um to justify it. And and it was pretty impressive. I mean he, he made a good argument. You know that the reality is, is we we know the message. Communication is is interesting, but you're talking more about history. Yeah. Uh, well, I think we accept it. I think it's, let me look in the introduction to Priyat Bhagavatamrita. I think it discusses that. Maybe it doesn't actually even matter. Just like Jaiva Dharma, right? You know, because yeah. the the yeah. philosophy is, it's is, true. is, is true. Right. right. And, and we think it's historical. Or can, but this is discussed in the introduction to Jaiva Dharma, uh, to Priyat Bhagavatamrita. Okay. Okay. Two more people like to say hello. Hare Krishna, Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here. So good to hear from you today. Oh, Tota, I'll see you the week after next. Yes. Not sure if I'll need you on Sunday or Monday, but I'll let you know. Okay. Hare Krishna. Okay. Hare Krishna, Gumaraj, Narmasaki here. Okay, we're not getting the mercy of seeing your rice fields today. But... <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for the One class, thing and I like what you said. Satisfaction about. is is the world is becoming as screwed up as your country. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anybody Thank else? Thank you, Hare Krishna Maharaj. Yavatsundarisya. Hari Bhav. Thank you very much for the class. Okay. Great. Great. Anybody Thank else? Hare Krishna It's Logovinda and Raja. Thank you for class. Raja, you're going to make it over to New York. Oh, for the Brathiatra? Yeah. Um, I don't know yet. Possibly. Uh, I figured you wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. It's not easy. I, He's not going. He's got to yeah. work, right? Yeah. Yeah. I might, so. I might, I, I close at uh four thirty on Saturday for my boutique. So I'm I'm I might I was thinking of maybe going, but I don't know if everything's gonna be over by then. Uh, well, it's pretty much over by the time you get and time you pack. 
Yeah. It probably will be. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Possibly right, Sunday, so. but is there stuff going on Sunday? All day. Yeah, we'll probably be there Sunday. But the big program is Monday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and what is that? You're cooking lunch for me and coming. Oh. Over. <laughs> oh that's yes. <laughs> yes, we won't miss it. <laughs> that, that's like the big program. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Okay. Anybody else? I will. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hey, Sri Radhika. Good to see Thanks you. For the Thank you, Maharaj. You're in Tehran, right? Yes, I am. Okay. Thank you, Maharaj. Anybody else? Maharaj, it's Gopi Gita. Thank you for class. Gopi Gita, Haribo. Great. Thank you. See you in a couple of months. Yes. Okay. I am waiting for you. <laughs> okay, Haribo. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Gurudev. Amala, Haribo. Hare Krishna, thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, I see. I'm looking at the list. I see my audience. Thank you all very much. Anchakalpa, Tarubyas, Jakripas.